Oh, shalom. I love you guys. Thank you for listening today. Esther Pavitsky is on the podcast. We're going to talk all about all the things. But before that, I want to let you know that I am going on tour this year. I had a child, but I'm not giving up my career. (laughs) Despite what the trolls on Reddit want, I'm still at it. June 28th, 2024. I'm going to be at the Warner Theater in Erie, Pennsylvania. July 6th, I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Mirage. July 14th, I'm going to be in Edmonton, Canada at Kinsman Park. I think this is the show I'm doing with Burke. Bert Kreischer, right? Great Outdoors Festival. Um, I am going to be adding more tour dates soon all over the country. I'm going to be coming at you. You know what? It's funny, though. You know that I do those meet and greets after shows. I'm not going to say which city and which venue, but I got the text. uh, They won't confirm the show unless Whitney agrees to not do the meet and greet from the stage after the show because this was a city where like a fight broke out in the audience and they were like, we just can't handle it. So I'm going to keep doing the meet and greets this year, but I think I just need to bring some of my own security or something to help with it all. I also have a new special out. It's on OnlyFans TV. It's not porn. Don't panic. You can watch it at work. The porn's not going to come up. You're not going to see a butthole, um, unfortunately. Just go to of.tv slash Whitney for my new special. It's called Mouthy. I think I had RSV during it, so I do have a raspy voice, but enjoy me uh, being a terrible mom. Hold on. Sorry. I'm turning my... uh, why, as soon as you have a baby, you just go so mom so fast? What do you mean? Like, when I send texts, I say them out loud as I type them. <laughs> as I'm turning off my sound notifications. Is I, your iPhone screen already, like, those huge, huge letters that are so embarrassing? No, but it's my baby. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> it yeah. It is my baby. You <laughs> stare well, at all day. I think I've gone up a font size. Okay. Like I wrote out our stuff today and I went to 16. That's not small. I went to 16. (laughs) Wow. Like this morning. So it happens fast. And I'm wearing glasses. Yeah. Which I like. It's hot. Well, you know what's weird? I had not worn my glasses the entire pandemic because I was stoned. And I couldn't I see. I feel like anyway. you wore them sometimes on your show. On my talk show, I did because yeah. I couldn't read the prompter. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Uh, I always so forget good. that you're such a big fan. <laughs> I know it's really scary. <laughs> when I really let it all out, it's like I need to tone it down. <laughs> I always forget that you're like a Whitney Cummings stan. Yes. Have I ruined that by being your actual friend? No, not at all. Like only actually. Like, there's so much I am shocked by, by being your actual friend after being obsessed with you for years. Like, I just picture... But in an ironic way? What do you mean? Like, were you obsessed with me in an ironic way? No. I don't even know what you mean by that. No. Like, when people that I think are cool... And funny and smart. Or, like, I love you. I'm like, oh, is this, like, how we, like, love Britney Spears? I also love Britney Spears. I don't know what you're saying. Like, you have something wrong with you, for sure. You know how you, like, like someone ironically? That's crazy. (laughs) No. Like, like Shania Twain. Like, I love Shania Twain. But, like. No, you love her. You know her. what I mean? No. I do love her. You're right. Okay. I, no, definitely not. It's like. But was it a, what is, would you tell people you liked me or was it like yes. a, like a, like a you, this secret? Is, you're getting crazier and crazier <laughs> with these questions. No, I wasn't ashamed to be obsessed with you. No, but the surprise is like of knowing you, I remember just being like, she's like a tough girl. Like, 
I don't know. I just feel like you, I viewed you as this like Hollywood starlet. And so I projected onto you what I thought thought I was a pedophile. What I thought that meant, which no, not that, but like just you like can do shit. Like you can take care of yourself. Like you clean up. Like I remember (laughs) once I saw you spill water and I might I would just like leave the water there and you like immediately like clean like you just are like not a a pig? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't realize (laughs) that like famous pretty people would be that way. Would (laughs) Would like clean up for themselves. After like, themselves oh that's that's something I'll so try. you just found it i wasn't a complete piece of shit yeah and you're also like and you're like i thought you were <laughs> i just thought you were how else can you be an like awful successful? entitled person <laughs> you don't have time to clean up <laughs> but you do it's weird where was this at your house I cleaned up water at my own home. Yeah, and it shocked me, and I'll never get over it. Wait, why? It's a core memory. How low, like, is the bar? (laughs) It's like when I go to, like, venues and stuff when I'm touring, and I'm, you know, and for me, I'm having, like, a quiet, like, you know, before I do shows, like, I, like, have to kind of, like, power down and, like, do, like, energy economy and... People will come up to me after the shows like that work there and they'll be like, you are the nicest person we've ever worked with. And I'm like, I've literally said thank you after <laughs> everything you did and like hi and introduce myself. I think like, because what's going on? you're so like this big celebrity like and pretty and funny and like, ha- you know, have all this. It's just really easy to assume if you don't know you that it's going to be it's going to not be the way it is. What? How are people behaving out there? I don't know. And I might be making it all up like. But is this based on like the Julia Roberts movie where she played a celebrity or no, an assistant to Catherine Zeta Jones and Catherine what? Zeta Jones was like a monster. Is this based on like Mommy Dearest? No. Like where are we get like I'm just curious where the bar is coming from. Well, it actually, by the way, none of this is even a negative. It's like it makes sense to me if someone is a superstar and they just like don't like have the energy or the time to like. Clean up water in their own (laughs) domicile. (laughs) I just need to say, like, you and I have known each other for a really long time. And we were childless for many years. Great segue. We were childless. We managed to get through five minutes of talking not about kids. (laughs) And it was like a bee was in her mouth. She had to let that be out. That we, is the main thing when you become pregnant or a mom is you just it's all you can talk about. But this is crazy that we went so long not having a baby, Esther, not thinking 17. we'd have a baby. This is you're having a baby way too young, if I may. <laughs> this is not it hasn't been that long. You you guys jumped the gun. It was too soon. You guys started feeling empty in your lives and just had one. I, I don't even know if you should keep it, frankly. I'm, I'm, I'm brought, eight months pregnant. I brought you, there's still time. In California, that's actually first trimester. So I do think you should put it up for adoption. Um, here's, yes, we went, I definitely went long. Like, did you think I wasn't going to have one at some point? Was I thought of as the person that was just like going to be lonely and sad and never have a kid? It's worse than that. I just never gave that thought. You never thought of me as someone like that. Like, even... I just never thought of you or me or any of our friends. It's worse than that. <laughs> as being sex, like, like why? Women. I just never. <laughs> we didn't have female organs. It never crossed my mind yeah. that we would take the time to consider doing anything this. but ourselves. Yes. Yeah. In our careers. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just now I'm like, 
I think some people become moms, like, especially where I, like, my family, my mom, my sister, like, that was kind of like, they always knew they wanted that. It happened early. You have, like, like a secret sister you I never do. bring up. No, I know. I'm a, I'm an only child with a sister. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone knows. <laughs> like, you never bring her never. up. Never. She's not in any of your stories, like, no, from she's childhood. Ne- she's, no, <laughs> she's not in any photos in your house. No. Like, I don't I know. know it's because she's eight years older. Don't know her name. It's, no, it's, we're very close. <laughs> don't know her name. No, no one does. Okay. Is she not want to be in the limelight? She no, I don't think she does. No. She we're just so different. It would blow your mind. It would blow your mind. Do you think you developed in reaction? Because here's the thing. This is on topic, believe it or not. I'm just going not going on a wild tangent because I now have one child and I'm wondering if I need to have two because our only children weird. But I what? I I, this is also something I think about 24 hours a day. Because I also identify as an only child with a sibling in a way. Really? Yeah, where I was kind of like, well, but yeah. you have be- two siblings. <laughs> I have so many siblings neither siblings of us too. know about. Honestly, my dad was a busy man. Oh, my so God. So I have many siblings. And I still picture every time you say your dad, I think of Peter Gallagher on the show with me <laughs> with like a briefcase full my, of lies. Yes, my real dad full of lies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> briefcase full of lies and I look should at be the name son. of my autobiography. And I look at your son and I just am like, oh, he's going to look like Peter Gallagher. Yeah, I don't, God willing. <laughs> God willing. We can get him on the WB. But yes, my it is weird, though. Also, be prepared for your baby to come out looking like one of your parents. My my baby came out looking exactly like my dad. It was wild. Really? I know. It was weird. I mean, their faces change truly every day. How? Really, though? Yes. They really change? I mean, like most people in L.A., they have a new face every day. Maybe it's just an L.A. thing. But yes, his face is different every day. Like, sometimes he'll look like his dad. Sometimes he'll look like my dad. It's nuts. I, okay, wow. I Because all I want to know is what does this baby inside me look like? But if it's changing, It'll change. Cares? It'll change. Well, they say that in the beginning that for the first couple months, it, the baby looks like the dad, mm. right? So that the dad doesn't kill it. Right. Or so that people... Back then, because women were just getting raped so much that no one knew who the father would be so that they would know who the father was of the baby. But my friend Nick brought up a really good point, which is like they didn't know what they looked like back then. There were no there are no mirrors in nature. Oh, well, there are pawns. Is that that, I thought those were like the original. You guys, she can't have a baby. (laughs) I know she can't. She does not have a healthy relationship with. Are you telling me that you can see your reflection in a pond? I'm sure that if you... Bitch, when is the last time you went to a pond? It, I've never been to one. I've only seen them in cartoons. So that may explain why I feel this way. Because that's where princesses do their makeup and yeah. hair. So it must be... Oh, and ice. Ice. They, they use ice as mirrors. Are you actually considering now going the only child route? I... Look. Which I, I'm advocating for. It's in... I'm, after- honestly, I'm that way too. Because I'm kind of going like, okay, all kids are a little weird. You know what I mean? mean I think I'm just like looking for something to go like oh only children are selfish or self-absorbed or self-involved is that Th- bad no none of those things are bad but I'm also going you know that's actually not so many people I could also make the argument people with two and three siblings you have to you end up being neglected because the first two play with each other you know there's no rules yeah with that kind of stuff I think for me like my dad was an only child and then I am his only child so it's like a lot easier for me to wrap my head around like this isn't a crazy idea. No, it's not. It's like, it's fine. But I think 
I think that I, I apply the way that I parent is basically just how I have dogs. So two so dogs is easier than one dog because they can play with each other oh, and you true? never have to worry about them being alone. But I don't think two kids is easier than one kid. No, my, and again, I know nothing. I have not had this baby yet, but it just, from my observations. Okay, Esther, we're podcasting. The whole point of podcasting is you pretend you know stuff you don't know. <laughs> okay. Stop telling them what they, they already know we don't know anything. <laughs> you don't have true. to qualify. Like, hey guys, we're not experts. <laughs> They're aware. And actually, I am, I take it back. I am an expert <laughs> of observing women. Yeah. And it does. Can we be as arrogant as the men and just be like, we know science. Like, just, <laughs> go it feels like one baby is manageable and everyone with two is drowning in babies yes yes and my like, friend zoe uh says um i love this she says having two kids it's like you're drowning and then someone throws you a baby oh yeah <laughs> and i can't swim so, yeah but- i well, like to me all the reasons to have another one are so ridiculous i'm like well we only use these onesies for like two weeks so we should just have another kid so that the onesie gets used more we paid 40 bucks for this but that thing. kind of makes sense to me or I-, I go like i finally figured out how to do this now i need to have one yeah now you- that i'm good at it yes that i do see the like, first I- one's a wash <laughs> i do get that i mean i just cannot do pregnancy again and that's sort of where i'm at yeah. and i'm scared yeah. that i'm gonna have the baby and then want another baby and i don't want to do it's, that i think before i had the baby i was like i need to have another one but also if i can just go back on my only child comment because i know a lot of siblings that are two girls or two boys and all the things that i just accused only children of being of like self-absorbed like you know sort of like i'm the center of the universe they're worse because they had a little sibling they were able to beat up on and like use as their like assistant who like adored them and then they turned into that wait do you know what i'm saying oh i have not experienced that that's interesting yeah you didn't adore your older sister you won't acknowledge that she exists i did actually look up to her and was obsessed with her which is why i'm probably obsessed with you (laughs) because she wouldn't let me in her room Ah. so it's like i'm i invite you to my house every day yeah and i i roll in here i'm like i fucking own this place (laughs) i own this home um because that's how you make you do but by the way eight years that like if you're it's kind of not a sibling if you're 18 and your 10-year-old sister is trying to get in your room, she's going to, like, take a quaalude by accident. <laughs> like, that's dangerous for you to be in there. I also was just, like, would thought it was funny to, like, fart on her boyfriends. Like, it wasn't a good... I know. You are, like, pig pen. <laughs> like, does, like, a little plume of brown smoke just follow you around? Were you, like, a dirty kid? I feel like you were just, like, a dirty kid. As, as much as I was allowed to be, like, for sure. Like, yeah. kid? Dirty is more comfortable <laughs> and also in pregnancy my hair doesn't get greasy as fast so i am not bathing what is your resistance to basic it's hygiene just so inconvenient <laughs> i don't is like this just it. what it's like to be loved by a man no it, this is before that this huh. has been a while but okay so here's like the thing i keep thinking about the only child version of things for us like We've had so much life that we were not moms. Yeah. And we don't want to, right? We don't want to, like, totally say goodbye to that. We want to, like, kind of have it all. We want to have the baby but still be us. That's that's possible. You want to still lie in your bed all day (laughs) after you have the baby? You want to continue to be the grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? (laughs) 
It is so funny that I've like called what you, life are you talking about? I've called you so miserable and like sickly from bed while pregnant, and you're like the only one that's like Esther. This is how you always are, and I, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> I was like, I had not really thought of that. And it really helped me. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it shouldn't. It should have been a rock bottom. But I'm glad I could be <laughs> helpful to you. Okay, so it's like you get the clear blue whatever ones. You just then- need a gadget. <laughs> That's not For everything, true. you need a thing. You need like I just can't brush my teeth without my charcoal floss. I can't. Like you are like such a capitalist nightmare. I You're know. like I cannot make any decision without Chinese trash. It's tr- telling me <laughs> what my body's doing. It's so true. Like if I'm watching TV and there's a Taco Bell commercial, I'm in the car in five minutes. I'm like I need that now. But um, it gives you a little smiley face, and then you know that it's this is the time. Where it can what work. What a creepy emoji. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, let's go. But I definitely, throughout pregnancy, I've turned to Dave and been like, after this, things are going to be different. Like, we have to be really careful. And he, he's just with like, what? okay, with come like <laughs> what do you mean with what well so <laughs> just because you don't want to get pregnant again no okay okay so pregnancy has not been a walk in the park for you no yeah this has been very tough on you has it really but okay were you lying the whole time i wasn't lying the whole time so i had i'm not saying an easy pregnancy i a couple things number one you guys might know more than us but i had a boy and you had a girl and this is a real thing there's gender <laughs> Wait, T.I., take it back. Gender's not real. Choose your own. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she's Okay, she's on Hulu. She has to say that. Um, no, it's, it's, this is real. Yes. Because there's a lot of shit that's like old wives' tale, and you're like, okay, please leave me alone. I don't do astrology. But like, that this is. Sorry, I'm not a Wiccan. There is science behind this that if you are pregnant with a girl, it is more likely that you will experience morning. extreme morning sickness than if you have a boy. Because. Young girls, baby girls, they are born with every egg they will have for their entire lives. Like so scary. I know. Once I learned that, I was like, I'm done being, I'm leaving being a human. That is so gross. We are animals. We're not people. (sighs) Babies are born with every egg they will have. Don't what you pedophile scientist <laughs> who even found that? Yeah, out? why do we what know? sicko found that out? Like I'm over here just like going through all these like studies about babies and kids, and I'm like, people are sending them to me. I'm like, find the person that did this study and let's put them in the fucking ground. <laughs> like there's one that's like now, um, uh, babies' taints are getting smaller because Ew. of microplastics in water, and babies' taints were this size for the past thirty years, and now they're getting smaller. I'm like, who? is the weirdo that was measuring baby's taints all this time for no what some cross-sectional study that yeah that should like, not. what if they get bigger or smaller in 40 years we just need to have some data that's fuck out of here that's such a waste of so research. i don't like any of these studies because they were all conducted by sick pedophiles I agree. I definitely agree that make that all that all of that made me uncomfortable. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> like I just can't. So the the five thousand babies where we measured their cleavage, like what? <laughs> huh? How does I, I? Okay, just I don't care that babies are born with every egg they'll ever have. I just care. I just don't like that we know that. Yeah. No, I don't. I didn't. By the way, need also, to know. there's no way of knowing that. 
Right. Like, what are you, how? How do you, okay, I don't, I think sometimes people who know nothing about science know more. Oh, it's like intuitive? Well, because you're just like, can call, you're just like, that's not. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're putting microscopes up babies' vagina. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. How I'd... would you know? <laughs> but also, you know that we have no way of telling you you're wrong. So, like, if I'm a scientist, I'm over here being like, here's this thing we discovered. Like, who's going to call you out on it? <laughs> no one can challenge you. I would love to be your doctor. You'd just be like, <laughs> no, no, no. This doesn't feel true. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I don't buy it. Did you... Sounds good. Were you lying about pregnancy the whole time just okay. to like fuck with My me? main symptom of being pregnant was I became a pathological liar. <laughs> no, I think for me, I you I think you and I are both like something I love about our friendship. Okay. <laughs> I just know you're hanging by a thread and I feel like I'm usually like unnecessarily rough with you because I love you and it's like funny and I know you can handle it. And I don't mean rough. I'm just starting to like I was talking about Leslie Jones about this the other day. I was like, I think we come off scary. I like that though. I know you like it. Yeah, but not I'll everybody. I'll call does. you and you'll be like, "Do you want you you'll you'll say this thing like, do you want just me to hear you or do you want me to like help you? What is that question? Do you want me to listen or do you want advice? And I or do you want me to just for, support the decision you've already made? Right, and I'm all I always say advice yeah like there, I'm not there's no reason to waste a call with you and not get your advice like that's crazy well I, so just, I like that but you're right it made me realize a lot of people don't want advice like I, but also it's just like I think I'm just trying to be more self-aware because you know I don't know maybe when you're in your 20s it's cuter to be like bitch do this and then you get older and everyone's like you're just being a bully or something you know what I mean I don't know I read one YouTube comment don't worry <laughs> it won't happen again um but uh but for me, like you and I, I, I could be more like you, more vulnerable and more like able to ask for help and more able to admit like this doesn't feel good. I'm uncomfortable. I think I was just so trained as a child to not have any needs and be so self-contained and just like growing up, like playing sports and stuff like you just couldn't have any sign of weakness. Like and for me, it doesn't help to ha to acknowledge it, whereas I think for you, it does help. It helps for you to be like, I don't feel good. I feel sick. I need help. I need to talk to someone. Whereas yeah. I just like, if I feel uncomfortable, I will just pretend that it's not happening and like not acknowledge it and just try to like get stronger. I mean, there was a moment on one of when you called me and you were uncomfortable about pregnancy. I remember just going, I don't know, Esther, you just need to get stronger. <laughs> like that's the like that's the only way I know how to say it. And you did inspire me. And I still feel like, for example, like now I'm at the eight month position and I think about seeing you literally FaceTiming with you the night before your child was born and you're doing push-ups and I'm like okay so I can kind of at least have that mindset in the back of my head like that's an option for this because I, I spend a lot of time on pregnancy reddit and people are I've, miserable yeah but I think the kind of people that are gonna go here's the other thing I yeah. think that you only are um uh, okay, maybe I can't be a scientist. You're only keeping the data of negativity. No one's going out of their way to be like, pregnancy was easy. Pregnancy was amazing. Yeah. And if you're the kind of person that has had a relatively easy pregnancy or just the mindset to not complain about it, like, 
no, everyone just thinks you're bragging or being an asshole. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that like everything on social media, everything on the internet, you're only hearing the negative stuff. And if you see a hundred negative comments, you're assuming it's everybody. Was it ever really hard physically or just anything like yes. that? Yes. Okay. And I wrote everything down because okay. um, th- these are the things nobody told that I felt like nobody prepared me for. And then my specific stuff, like nobody told me that your gums bleed. Okay. My gums were bleeding and they were very itchy. That feels like absolutely nothing to me. That's like, okay, big fucking deal, bitch. Like, delete that. Cut that out of the episode. Who gives a shit? Everyone's gums bleed. Bloody gum? That's nothing. No, they don't. You piglet. Wait, when you floss your no, gums, I'm bleed? the tough one. I'm realizing. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. That's the thing is you are. You're a little spark plug, Esther. So I'm not scared of you. Thank you for not saying mucus plug. Did you have? Bleh. That's the other thing is that we have to change a lot of these terms around pregnancy. I know pelvic floor, the vag- vaginal ceiling. It's just like a lot of architecture Ugh. terms. Mucus plug, like it's all just like such a bummer on top of it. My joints did hurt a lot. I'm just telling you all the things that I didn't want to I couldn't in the third trimester complain about anything because I just didn't want to make it bigger than it was and for me if I ignore something I kind of felt that because when I would call you I'd be like how's the third trimester and you'd like look like you were about to like moan and you'd be like it's fine (laughs) you'd be like "Mm, it's totally easy I was like, okay. I knew this was like, I'm, I've been waiting for this day. It's by the way, it was t- this third trimester was my best though. I had the most energy in the third trimester. I think I'm kind of having that too. I was waiting for that to happen for you too because I know the first trimester is the worst. You just like have to get through it somehow. I slept through most of my second. I also had a thyroid condition. Okay. So my baby just ate my thyroid. They're little vampires that don't care if we live or die. And so I had to go on a thyroid medication. That really helped me. Okay. And then I stopped eating sugar just because I wasn't craving it. I don't know if this is true or not but the baby's blood type is apparently what decides what you start craving and I got lucky and only really wanted like meat and eggs everything else made me kind of nauseous so maybe that's why I had energy because I wasn't eating a lot of like sugar okay Okay, so joint pain. Joint pain. What did you do for that? It was, there's nothing to do. I was just in pain at all. Like, you get, like, a rheumatoid in your hand sometimes, and you just, like, it's already hard enough to, like, bend over. Oh, yeah, a lot of pregnant women get carpal tunnel. Yes, that's exactly. So it was, like, I, it was, like, you know those claws that get stuffed animals yeah. at carnivals? Like, I just, you, like, kind of can pick things up. Like, I know. Whoa. Yeah, it was just, that was, but I started, I was exercising and stretching a ton. Yeah. I would stretch, like, three times a day, because I was, like, I just do, like, which is actually also, you start making relaxin, which is what makes you more flexible anyway. So yeah. st- if you stretch now, it's not going to be as hard. Yeah. Okay. You know, you're going to be like more bendy. The Charlie horses were bananas for me. I have that started the last couple of weeks, like the calf cramps in the middle of the night. You're just like, I it, yeah, it's shocking. And I was like, maybe this is some fucked up way that nature prepares you for childbirth because uh, Charlie horses were worse. I mean, a grand on childbirth, I was had an epidural, but I was just like, I couldn't. And everyone's like, you need to drink water. I'm like, well, I, we all know that's not happening. This is another symptom that is like so low on, that I've never even mentioned out loud because it's so meaningless to what me. Are your, what are your big ones? These are small compared to what? Just general malaise? And also I would, I want to say that taking magnesium glycinate has helped with the cramps at night. Oh, good. Um, Just in case anyone. Can I say something though? What? And we can cut this out if you want because I went through this too. Bridget Fetacy pointed this out to me. If you are a regular cannabis user yeah and you stop you're also going through cannabis withdrawal 
in a way. I and, wonder about and that. And I don't mean like withdrawal, like you were like yeah, some what, drug addict. I just mean your tolerance for discomfort yes. goes down a little bit. That's all it is. Yes. Like things started tasting really sweet to me, like like uh, like strawberries were like really sweet to me. But it's also it's like, oh, like like cannabis like messes with your taste buds and you know, stuff like that. I definitely like could not turn to coping mechanisms, which made that was probably the hardest part of this pregnancy is like all these discomforts and like there's nowhere to turn. Like yes. I couldn't even I can't even like I mean you you could just think about the joy of bringing a child into the world. Yeah, but, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean? That's not real. That's, you don't know that until you experience it. You can't think about it. Yeah. But um, for me, it's just like acid reflux. Why is there a sour taste in my mouth that hasn't gone away for seven months? Yeah. Like, this is not. Like, that sucks. But you know what was even harder on me during my pregnancy? telling you to take an antacid and you not doing it. I did, though. I've started. I, don't, I disagree. I, Literally, she'd be like, well, I just talked to Rick Glassman and he told me that I should do this. And I was like, the guy, the Asperger's guy with no kids? Do you remember everything I say? Told too. you to do something different. So you took his advice. He did. Literally, she'll be like, well, Bobby Lee told me that. And he looks pregnant at all times. So he I decided. He knows more than you. Like, I, For sure. So it was like having to argue with you about doing very basic things. I was- did start a prescription acid reflux medicine that helped like the pain of There's it. There's like no in between with you. You either have to do some natural shit that was made by like a like a wizard in <laughs> Culver City or prescription. There is a Pepsi AC. I know. Just straight I'm, up. I skipped just over it. CVS, Rite Aid, <laughs> Amazon Fresh, that shit. You, it either has to be like impossibly easy or cost money. I want to hear other things that you drummed up just to <laughs> like make it seem like you're a human being. These are embarrassing. I did. You uh, look, I, you do also start to like just stink. You've always again, you've always experienced <laughs> your <laughs> you've always just smell like an aquarium for no reason. But that was new to me to just be like. And I think it was I was bathing a lot. I, I bathe uh, when I'm pregnant, when I'm not pregnant. We get like it. this weird OCD thing I do. Um, but I also was not doing like chemicals, of course. Like, but I just like stunk. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's nature's way of getting men to not rape us when we're pregnant or something. I like a repellent thing. I don't know. Ugh. Also, third trimester. See, I don't want to psych you out, but just, third I- trimester, I could not inhale. De- I, I I was having trouble breathing. <laughs> Well, but at that very end, it was just like I feel like he was just because they just compress your organs, right? Yeah. Like everything is smaller. Your stomach is tiny. I didn't have a big appetite in my third trimester too, which made me like very anxious. I think most of my yeah. stuff was mental. Like I had people say to me a lot. I think it's just because I'm tall and I carried well. I had a boy. Um, I have like a big torso, but people would always be like, "You don't even look pregnant," and I think they meant it as a compliment. I am sure, obviously, they did, but it made me be like, "Is my baby small? I have is my baby exact- dead? Yeah, I think something's wrong with my baby." So I was more in like the mental anxiety. I fully have experienced that too, where people say you don't look pregnant. And the first like six or seven months before I now feel like I look pregnant, I was like, my baby's not growing. That's what like, I was thinking. I don't, this is bad. But I think someone's just trying to say you look really cute. Yeah, pregnant. People totally. be like, from behind, so you nice. don't even look pregnant. Yeah. First of all, why are you looking at me from behind? <laughs> like, what are you, second, like, it was just like, that was not helpful to me, even though I know people's hearts were probably in the right place, but I was just like really stressed out that my baby wasn't big enough. Wait, I have a like kind of heavy question for you, which yeah. so a lot of times like this was more before I started taking magnesium to relax, but like I would have these wake ups in the middle of the night 
where I would just be in such a panic of like, I waited too long. Uh, oh my God, like family is the most important thing. I can't like, I just get into this weird anxious place. And I'm just curious because you literally did this like after both of your parents passed away. Uh And how did that, did that make the pregnancy like harder, more emotional? Like, I don't know. I'm just really curious that Uh perspective. That's interesting. Cause I think about like, there's something about like when you lose both parents, I think something kind of cool happens. Like, where you're just instantly an adult in ways that you just can't be with parents. And that that's not to say that people with parents are immature, but it's like when your parents are alive, you're always someone's kid. Yeah. That's like the only way I know how to describe it. It's yeah. just you're kind of like once parents die, you're like, oh, like I have to make a will. Like you have to do like very adult shit. Like no one's going to. It's not that my parents were ever very like parenting. Like I, I was a parentified child, but it's like just certain things like that where you're like you're just the alpha now and there's just certain shit you stop doing. So it's like, I talk a lot about boundaries and self-respect and maybe I've been full of shit all this time. It's all stuff that I've wanted to be able to do effortlessly, but I wasn't able to effortlessly enforce a lot of these like protocols that we talk about, like the energy dollars and having boundaries and cutting people off and like, you know, say what you mean, mean what you say, don't say it mean. Like there's just a certain level of maturity that you instantly, it's like having a software update on your phone or something. It's just like new. You just like see everything very differently. Um, You don't pity yourself the same way or play the victim just little things like that. When you're done with a phone call, you get off. It maybe is that a, from having parents pass away or having a baby or both. I think it's from having a baby, but I'm sorry, having parents die because also you've watched people die in front of you and you have a very like deep understanding that we're dying. Like every day we're just slowly dying. <laughs> okay. Like we're we're dying. Like that's a great a lot of people don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. Like when I see friends in bad relationships and like doing shit and I'm just like you're literally dying and this is how you're choosing to spend your life. I actually think that's such a much more articulate way of expressing what I'm saying that I have in the middle of the night while pregnancy. It's like I wake up and I'm like we're dying. Like yeah. this is I got to do this because there's not a lot of time. So you just decided to have a kid Yeah. <laughs> at eight months pregnant. You've decided <laughs> You've decided this is something you're committing to. <laughs> well, this is another thing I'm curious about. Like, I was never like, I have to have a kid Me my either. whole life. But you know what I'll say? I wasn't. But then I had a couple friends point out to me. They were like, well, you froze your eggs at 30. Like, I did all these things yeah. that I didn't really realize. I, I just I always knew I was going to have a kid later. Got pregnant at 40. And I said to my friend Genevieve, like, I was like, oh, my God, is this crazy? That I got pregnant at 40. Like, is this is like crazy. I got like naturally pregnant. For-. And she was like, Winnie, you always said you were going to do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I met you when you were 35. And I asked you about kids. And you were like, I'm having a kid at 40. And I was, and she's like, I thought it was so weird because I was like, you know. So it almost was like all subconscious. Like, yeah, she was like, you said, you were like, I don't know if it's going to be adoption. I don't know if it's going to be for my frozen eggs or what it is, whether I'm with someone or not, I'm going to have a kid at 40. And she's like, you always said that to me. And I guess I didn't even realize I was saying it, but it was just, yeah, almost like a subconscious just like plan. But here's what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to worry about it a second before I was going to do it. I wasn't going to just like spend a bunch of time being like, is it this guy? Is it this guy? Is it now? Thank is it God. now? Thank God. Because that is, seems really Thank God I didn't have a baby with a blue man uh, that could have happened if i did it when i was 34 like a blue man group like a cast blue man member? yeah okay he was in the group oh my god well, he was a backup okay Even better <laughs> he was i think the, he was a st- what is it called that the, when you're the like if the main one gets sick oh uh, yeah but they have to wear all the makeup 
in case one gets hurt. They do not have to wear them. No, she's in no Broadway. They're standing. Don't listen to her. No, they're standing. There's always four blue men in full, just praying that one of them breaks their ankle. I'm telling you, the show must go on, Esther. I I think I know how showbiz works. You think they're just out there winging it with four men in makeup? What if one of them falls off a drum? There's no time. You know how long it takes to get blue. That looks really hard. Yeah. (laughs) So they're just there's four guys that 365 days a year put on full makeup and just sit there waiting. Dated. When? I've, like, studied your whole history. I don't remember this. This is new information. There's a couple There's a couple blind spots even I won't acknowledge, Esther. Okay. okay. Which is fair. Uh-huh. I feel like we all have ex-boyfriends that count and ones that don't count. Yeah, th- I think between the ones that counted, I would always go so far in the direction <laughs> of, like, ridiculous just so that it wasn't, like, when I say I would rebound with people, they were professional athletes. <laughs> they were literally <laughs> rebounders. Like I would go so far because I was maybe still hung up on the other person or right. didn't want to get in something serious. Okay. Back to, I think there's like, let's people... just say I put a couple men on tape for auditions. What <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> what do you let's mean? Let's just say. <laughs> I'm a mother, okay? Sorry. I'm, you're disturbing me, you young sluts. I am someone's mommy. When I look back, I mean, you really, gosh, like, what's the weirdest, like, vocation you've ever dated? I dated a paramedic. What? Yeah, which I was like, when I, he used to be a paramedic, and I was like. Why did he stop? Because he was a loser i don't know how do you become a paramedic and just be like not for me don't you just take a bunch of classes because it's no it's like being a paramedic is not like it's not that hard this makes a lot of sense actually <laughs> yeah it's paramedics like, are like the chiropractors of er people huh? they're just like guys who play <laughs> guitar they're not <laughs> i think this is I'm just it's not what you think <laughs> it's like how you think when you're little if you call 911 someone's gonna show up it's not like that uh-uh. like nobody comes it's no- like is it like a mall security guard it's a little bit like that yeah <laughs> but little- how do you know Cause I know can I tell you guy. I wasn't I did have my ear bitten off and they sent the paramedics and they did look very overwhelmed and when <laughs> and when they saw my ear hanging off they were like <gasps> like they they were all I was like why are you freaked out I know you guys shouldn't be freaked out they're just to get you from point A to B they're, they're Uber drivers yeah yes but they're more so they I, don't have like a degree. I'm pretty sure no. It's like a simple training and then... They like no CPR. Yeah, it's very Uber adjacent. It's like my DoorDash driver is probably (laughs) who showed up for your ear. Okay. So let's just cut the shit. Let's talk about why my skin looks so amazing, okay? Is it because the lighting on the podcast looks like the surface of the sun and I'm just a snowman? 
No, silly. It's GenuCell skincare, natural, clean, and free from mineral oil, parabens, and harmful chemicals formulated by a compounding pharmacist. It's cruelty-free. I'm obsessed with Gen 90. This It's the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. I've been using it since Dr. Drew told me about it a couple months ago. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it. I use it under the eyes, on the forehead, like the crow's feet. Laugh line starts working in seconds. Okay, the, My skin is so tight if I got murdered by a psychopathic carnivore and he skinned me alive to wear me as a skin suit, it wouldn't even fit him. Gen 90 technology is a game changer. Honestly, I may put it on my hoo-ha now that I have given birth, so it's all snatched back. Life hack. I'm sure they're going to drop me after I said that, but why not? It's skin. Skin is skin. That's my motto in life. <laughs> Gen 90 is on sale now at GenuCell.com, and it's, of course, included in the bestseller package. Order right now, GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Whitney. Free shipping on all orders. I'm, and I'm, I look as young as my baby. And I think that's a healthy goal. All right, so let's just talk about my voluptuous lioness hair. I've always been terrified of losing my hair ever since watching The Craft when I was a hot teen. It's been kind of a recurring nightmare. And once I got pregnant, I be it truly became a reality. Okay, that's I just started balding. Okay, which has really put a strain on me and my son's relationship. For the first couple days he was here, he was not so much my child, more just the vampire who ate my hair follicles. But we've, we've worked through it, haven't we, buddy? The, because, like, look, it, the only thing more horrifying than knowing you're gonna give birth is being pregnant and seeing an entire guinea pig of your hair matted up in the drain. Ugh, so gross. Like, hair thinning, It. why is it fine when it's on your head and the second it falls off and gets wet? You're like, Bleh. Like, that was it on my, I was just carrying that around on my dome for year, like a while. The point is, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Thank God. Dr. Ben Talley actually suggested that I take Nutrafol. No business, like, I, I was taking it before they even started sponsoring the show. And I started taking it, it started working. And now when my friends are like, oh my God, are you balding yet from pregnancy and having a baby? And I'm like, no, actually, I have so much hair right now. I could make tons of those little Blair Witch Project like twig bundles and I'd still look like Rapunzel, bitch. Try Nutrafol because over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not, it's not only common, it's just normal. Join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated. The problem is it's much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, your hair is a reflection of your health. It's, it's these internal factors can impact the way your hair grows and feels and looks. And Nutrafol is a whole body approach that multi-targets underlying root causes, sorry for the pun, like stress, hormonal fluctuation, nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with one million people nailing it now that they take Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code good for you. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommended Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled Nutra, N-U-T-R-A, full, F-O-L.com, promo code good for you. That's us. Nutrafol.com, promo code good for ya. We're not like humans. We're animals and we're not meant to survive childbirth. <laughs> yeah, that's a concern. <laughs> that's like an important I think about part. that a lot too. Sorry, just so you know, most EMTs work as EMTs for a couple years to get some experience, some experience yeah. uh, before undergoing additional 1,200 to 1,800 hours of training to become a paramedic. 
They were some of them require you to have worked as an EMT for six months. So all of this is more work than you've ever done in your life on anything. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. <laughs> I can't count that many so hours. So tell me more about that schlub you dated. <laughs> that loser. He was very fit. Yeah. What was, was this relationship? How it did you meet him? It was a quick little, like, we were both working as waiters somewhere. Wait, he was a paramedic turned waiter? Yeah. You, you're not, I feel like you're not keeping up. I'm, 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 I think you, I just think you're wrong. I don't, I think you're getting this backwards. I just, so maybe it sounds like he was an EMT. Why would someone quit? Have, did you ever ask him about himself? <sighs> Usually you don't have to ask guys that they'll just tell you. I don't remember, honestly, uh-huh. maybe I didn't. And so how bad of a waitress were you? I, Oh, I'd love to answer that. <laughs> I, didn't make it to the final round. <laughs> to the table. I did not. It was the Hard Rock Cafe in Hollywood that was opening, and I did like three weeks of training where I earned pins and did flashcards. And then like the big test day came, and I was like, I can't memorize this shit. I'm gonna get by on personality. Memorizing what? <laughs> and then memorizing the what? Like the menu? menu? Item. Yeah. Oh. And I never had alcohol, so it's like I'm not gonna memorize. I don't know this. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so then it was actually a night where I had a gig in La Jolla. So if it's someone is like, oh, I would like to get a cosmopolitan. What's in that again? The waitress doesn't can't, need to know can't that. You just be like it's Google it. Yeah. yeah. So they were they were asking too much. So I thought it would be fine. And I turned in my test, and she was like, "This is like all blank." And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "You have to stay." But I was like, "I had a big show in La Jolla," and she's like, "Okay, you've been." demoted to guest and like i never made it to the tables what's a guest like you can stay here if you want <laughs> you can <laughs> at eat the here. hotel <laughs> you're welcome to come back in as a customer yes. <laughs> we're not asking we're not banning you yeah. from the premises which is huge <laughs> admit admit to me now that's huge <gasps> i mean there's some debate in the back <laughs> but we've decided that we'll let you eat here if you want <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Can't picture it. So that was just a quickie. So tell me, what do you feel like? Because I feel like you've had, I don't know. I don't, I, when my friends get pregnant, they normally just disappear. Do you know what I mean? This is the first time in my life that like I'm pregnant the same time a friend is pregnant or like, you know, just as we get old. So it's like, I've, I honestly haven't, usually when my friends get pregnant, they just kind of disappear. And I don't know what happened when they disappeared (laughs) because I frankly didn't care to ask i just figured it was like oh you're pregnant now and why would you why would you be want friends anything? with me yes. anymore and now i look back and i'm like oh i was such a bad friend because when i got pregnant i felt so lonely like instantly you told me that you were like you prepared me you were like no one's gonna want to be your friend anymore it's over and it was like oh that's true yeah because you can't do drugs with anyone <laughs> no exactly and they're like oh, when you can't do drugs with us and you're so inconvenient and it's like i fully i think because i've gone through this so much i don't fault anyone it's like Same. it is this sad weird thing it's like well yeah i i wouldn't want to be friends with you if you were going through this completely life-changing thing and then i'm not and it seems harder and like you don't know what to ask you don't know what to you know what i'm saying it's like you don't know what to say like when my friends got pregnant it's just sort of like how is it? Like, I kind of care. Yeah. But I kind of also don't know how to help you solve it. And, and like, I have no way of understanding it at all. I just look. I'm like, God, that must be so hard. Oh. Like, don't you want to just hang out with pregnant people? Like, yeah. isn't that how that works? You just graduate to mom and like, I'll see you when I catch up. Like, that's always how I thought it would go. And also, like, as a pregnant person, when you're pregnant, it is hard to talk to people that haven't been through it. Yeah. Because they're just like 
talking about their day and you're just like, why do you, who cares? It's, this is real. And I Neither don't Neither of fault... us care about the other person's yeah, day. Yeah, I don't fault anyone. I don't get it. Like, I don't... my interests have just become. And you're like, get away from me. <laughs> what do you mean? Because you're like, you're smoking, you're yeah. wearing perfume. Yeah. You're vaping. You're having fun. You're just, yeah. Like, I don't like get, I don't think all this is giving my baby autism. Like just you're <laughs> giving my baby brain damage. Yeah. Also, it's like it's just such a things are really changing. And I'm curious to see what will happen. Like if I'll be able to maintain friendships with people who don't have children like I should be able to. But I don't see it being like I. I it's just seems harder. But on the flip side, like now because of you introducing me to like Rachel Feinstein and then Rosebud and I like connected I just feel like, oh, there's all these new relationships where it's instant closeness. Yeah. Which is the best. I'm so glad you and Rachel are close. Should I tell you how to pronounce her name? <laughs> now that you're good friends. Yeah. How is <laughs> so it? I think it's Feinstein. It's, when you're Jewish, it I know. Matter. Okay, you guys can, can do that. <laughs> For me, it's a hate crime. Okay, should we call her? She's in one of the tunnels. Does she get? Re- do you think she gets reception in the tunnels she lives in? But. Um, that's yeah no that's another big thing like like people it is wild it's like people that you've been really close people with people do not want to they don't want me anymore no and i'm like i actually get it okay but also something happens i think this especially happened i think with you where it's like like the way that we're treated in your workplace or whatever for us we're women at the comedy store do you know what i mean yeah. it's always like let's see how far we can push them let's see how much we can test them let's haze them let's whatever yeah. punish them or you know the, guys do that to guys too it's girls do it to girl everyone does it to everyone but you know it's kind of like you're always kind of being flirted with in a way by the guys a little teased made fun of teased made fun of i call that flirting okay, okay <laughs> say okay we're just you're we're tall pre- and pretty yeah that's that- the difference that's all it is. You see that differently than I do. Well, just because I can see it. You have to look up. You just don't. You can't physically see it because you're a midget. But like, um, but then you're pregnant and all of a sudden everyone's like, whoa. Like she's like an adult. Yeah. And they, they don't want to make more, fun of you. They take you more they, seriously in a way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everyone's like the guys that used to just like haze me are now like, do you need anything? Do, like, do you need a water? Like, you know, what I mean? like it's just or they just don't engage with me at all. Yeah, it's it just it does really change a lot. Yeah. And it's yeah, I don't I know. I think you take yourself more seriously too in a way. And so I the do. energy you give off is different. I actually I'm do. not going to like hug everybody. I'm not going to like touch every I'm not going to stop and talk to everybody and give them whatever they need for their egos. Like, and I'm for like me, in and out. That's so real. For me that comes from I'm in so much discomfort like and I have the excuse now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to I just can't. Yeah. I just can't, can't even answer that call. I can't. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not responding to texts now. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. And what are you doing with, to manage your discomfort? Like, what are you, what's your survival strategy for forcing myself? Because for me in the beginning, I just slept. Yeah. I'm not a sleeper. You're not a lot, You're not able to sleep. I, sleeping is very hard, has always been hard for me my whole life. So that's like not a comfort for me. But, um, Trying to go on walks. I've started journaling more than I've ever journaled in my life, like since high school. Uh, we will be publishing those pages in <laughs> the show notes. And my life before. But can I ask you a question? I'm so can. sorry. This is like my Asperger's. Like, what do you write in a journal? I, okay, this is a really good question. I agree because I write in a journal as if it's going to be published one day. That's and, the problem. And I write for the masses. 
I'm curious what you think about this take I have. So <laughs> I think that I am realizing through pregnancy, this slowly transforms you into being not selfish. And I have spent so many years of my life as putting myself first for sure. Mm. I like it's about me and that that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean like I'm an asshole or a jerk. It's no. just like my needs are met first and then I can be cool and fun for everyone else. Um, but I've also always observed my mom and my sister, they do not put themselves first. Sure. They because they, they had to put you first. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I can see that. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, do women need to be a little more selfish? Like does pregnancy make us so selfless? And that's not I don't like that. I don't even know if it's a man-woman thing necessarily because I don't see gender. But um, <laughs> I think that, like, you know, it's it's fascinating because it's like I actually felt pretty good during pregnancy. Like, we talked about that. Like, but I my theory on it, it was the first time I was ever eating well and taking care of myself. It was the first time I was ever oh. sleeping. The first time I was ever really, like. Wait, we're so different. Taking naps when I needed to nap and meditating and, like, taking vitamins. So like, it was I, the first time you you put yourself first and took care of yourself. Yes, yes. So I was like, do I just feel good? Because I'm, for the first time in my life, like, eating like I should have always eaten. And, like, I was never, and I wasn't on birth control. You know what I mean? Like, there was, like, so many things. I wasn't, like, taking anything to sleep. I was like, this is weird. And how sad is the way that I took care of myself before that being pregnant is the best I've ever felt. Still wasn't great. But I just think it was like the first time I'd ever I'd been like eating healthy and like hydrating and like not drinking a ton of coffee. And I wasn't surrounding myself with like people that were vampires. And I was saying no to things and I wasn't overextending myself. So I was like, so it was like, it's a hard for me to gauge because I've always taken such bad care of myself that I don't know if pregnancy was a step up. Wow. You know, you know we what I'm are saying? having that is so the opposite experience. That is so interesting that like two humans can be so different. Because like for me, I feel like pregnancy is the first time in my life where I'm not able to put my mask on first when the plane is going down I'm like it's all about what's inside of me and I'm so uncomfortable and I can't like but there's no difference between you and your child and so when you're quote-unquote selfish moving forward you're being selfish on behalf of your child because children can't advocate for themselves so when you're saying like no we can't do that it's not like Esther's being a bit it's like no you're protecting a child oh whereas like as adults we don't protect ourselves that's why it's like when you do the inner child work you see yourself as a five-year-old and you eat as a five-year-old and you you know do sleep as a five-year-old and all that kind of stuff. Am I making sense? Yeah. So how do you feel now that you've had the baby? Do you feel this like a new sense of selflessness or is that how you've always felt or like, like, I don't know. I'm just, so I think my thing in tell me if I'm not being self-aware, I always wanted to mother things. It's, I had to mother my mother when I was a kid. Whether this is like who I am, I'm not saying I'm this selfless, amazing person. I think it came from a really like sick thing where it's like when you grow up in an alcoholic home, you have to be a parent very early on. You have to parent yourself. You have to parent your parents. I was the person that was like, guys, we got to go to school. Hey, we didn't pack my lunch. This like, all describes why you clean up the water spill. Like In my own home. <laughs> there's nothing weird about cleaning your own home. I've seen your house you're a hoarder. I don't know what. So it's 2020. Bah. Let's talk about something important. Okay. Let's say you get injured by a person, place, or thing. You deserve to get paid. Not talking about emotional injury from your exes. I'm talking about actual injury from stupid idiots who don't know how to drive or comport themselves in the world without making a goddamn mess. Life can be crazy sometimes, and one person's negligence 
could result in another person's settlement. If you're in an accident, not calling your lawyer means you could be leaving serious money on the table. That is my child, excuse me. When you're seriously hurt, your injury, it could be worth millions. Don't be a dumb idiot. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Being a person is hard. Hiring Morgan & Morgan is easy. Are you grabbing the microphone, little buddy? Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 1,000 lawyers. Are any of them single and into girls with a newborn? Let me know, guys. With over $20 billion recovered for over 500,000 clients, Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan, it's so easy, guys. Being a human is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan, that's easy. If you're ever injured, Check out Morgan and Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash good for you or dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That's for for thepeople.com slash good for you or pound law 529. Like pound law 529 means law. You know what I mean? This is a paid advertisement. Hey, y'all, selling a little? or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Are you a businessman or are you a business man? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million? orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow whether you're selling scented soaps or outdoor outfits which i think most outfits are outdoor but you know how people have specific you know like <laughs> like ski trunks <laughs> shopify will help you sell your ski trunks okay everywhere they have an all-in-one e-commerce platform there's an in-person pos system so whatever you're selling shopify's got you covered shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star finally ai does something good in this world what i love about shopify is no matter how big you want to grow shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers, do you know how much Shopify powers of all e-commerce in the US, Pat? Gotta be one in 10 at least. <laughs> how did you know that? I'm it's, dialed in. It's 10% of all attention. e-commerce in the US is Shopify. Or did you just read that off the copy? I don't have any copy. Pat, did you just lie to our listeners? This isn't, you're not shooting from the hip right now? <laughs> I thought this was like off, off the dome. I just, Look, I'm just saying Shopify is the global force behind all kinds of Rothy's, Allbirds, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Whitney, all lowercase. Don't be one of those like, don't yell at me with your letters, okay? Lower case. Go to shopify.com slash Whitney now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Whitney. Do any of these companies build lens cleaners? I can't even see through the clam chowder on my glasses. Shopify. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's these like footy pajamas. You can't get them on a baby. They don't go on a baby. So have you ever tried to put like the mattress cover yeah. on a mattress? It's like that, but with a 
thing that could die at any moment with no skull. Mm. So not, the f- pajamas never fit over their fingers. The fingers get caught. They're crying. They're screaming. They're It's cold. Like, it's just like trying to get their little onesies on. And they have these little legs that are just like, I don't know what's in their legs. I don't know if it's cartilage. It's definitely not bone. But you're just like, I'm going to break this little thing. And ha- it is so hard to get it on. And then the the... the the more, the harder it gets, the worse it gets. And then you start getting stressed out. The baby starts getting stressed out. And you're just like, I, there's got to be a better way. There's so many. I have a, I have speeches for my Shark Tank appearance of my like onesie line. I have solved every problem. Because there's buttons. And then there's buttons. And then they have the fucking audacity to put like buttonholes on. You know, there are great onesie pajamas that are just magnets that you can just put them on. And there's no buttons or zipper or anything. And it's just like a little magnet. Because also nobody tells you that they're they're born with bow legs. Yeah. Because we're little monkeys. Like, they have these bow legs. Am I wrong? Or is this just my baby? No, that is true. I had never seen a baby before having one. (laughs) I had never seen a baby. I had never held a baby. Like, I was just, all of this was a shock to me. When I saw his, like, like balls I was like what they're born with balls like I thought that was like a later thing like I thought that just happened like way later I thought that happened like during puberty people would say like their balls dropped I thought they got balls at like 13 I didn't know babies were I was like I've had balls inside me for the past six months this is like a lot to process okay so anyway there's just like so many things that just are so frustrating and I didn't realize how much I needed someone to tell me like you're doing a good job and the baby will never do that I know that sounds insane and your and Dave will tell you your mom will tell you plenty of people will tell you but it is not. They might not. It is also nonstop <laughs> because it's sort of like, like, just get a fanny pack. Just you're going to be wearing a fanny pack for truly the rest of your life because you're just like, I need the pacifier. I need the burp cloth. Like Pat got me these. I had gotten all these burp cloths that I thought were like the ones. And then Pat brought me these burp cloths. And I'm like, oh, Pat, I already have so many burp cloths. Now I just have more stuff. The ones he got me. Don't receive any gifts from anyone that don't have children. Okay. They're gag gifts. Like, they're joke joke onesies that don't fit any baby. Like, no Spencer gifts baby stuff. Oh, that's true. The one thing Dave has purchased is a Boston Red Sox onesie. I'm like, great. Thanks. (laughs) Just like Chinese trash. You know, you have to wash all the clothes before they're ever put on the baby with baby detergent. Oh, well, I do that anyways for all my stuff. So that's where you the hygiene comes in with you is you wash your clothes before you wear them? You don't? They've been in a warehouse like like No, I don't rotting? buy I, I don't shop at Shein. <laughs> okay. No, I don't get my clothes from whatever weird Chinese trend fucking monster. Sorry. You're like, don't you want to wash the children's blood from their fingers off your tube top? No. I don't dress like you do. Um, but that's like a big one. Like, no one told me how hard it was to put onesies on. And you have to put like four or five on a day. Because they'll, like, get them wet. They'll spit up on them. They'll puke. They'll poop in them. Like, shit like that. And you're just like, oh, I, it took me 40 minutes to get this freaking onesie over this baby's ankle. And now I have to do it again. I'm struggling. It's hard. Well, you, wh- while you're here today, and I, w- I hope in the next month, you'll change my baby a bunch. So yeah. just, like, you just have to get used to it and realize that they're so much more resilient than you think. Okay. And if they're crying, it's not always because you're doing a bad job. Because at the beginning, when they're lying on their back, they think they're falling. So you because they just like don't have the, you know, like the inner ear or whatever. So it's like you just have to let them cry. You can put something in their hands so they're holding on to something. But they think they're falling and you think they're crying because you suck at putting onesies on and they just like hate you. 
but they're just you just have to like let it happen. Okay. You know? It's like little things like that. Okay. Hold on, here's another thing. Have you prepped your home? For what the baby to come. Well, for me, it's not about like prepping for the baby. I think it's more prepping for you once you have the baby. This is another thing nobody told me. Whereas I don't know how you're going to have your baby, whether it's cesarean section, whether it's natural. I was cut. I had an episiotomy. I think most people will either tear or have an episiotomy or have a se- The first week, not only do you have a new baby and all this stuff, you are recovering from a major surgery. Like, that's no one tells you this. Yeah, that's a concern They're like, for me. oh, also, you can't walk upstairs. And I was like, huh? <laughs> what are you saying you to, to me right now? House. Yeah, like, nobody told me any of this. Like, no one told me that I wasn't able to walk up a flight of stairs. I was like, well, I set up my whole bedroom with all this stuff, and now I can't go upstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I think you just have to, like, for the first week, no one told me that. I would have bags of ice just already done in your freezer, like Ziploc bags of ice. So your Dave can just bring you bags of ice. You are going to be icing what the vagina, either your crevice or the new man-made crevice okay. in your stomach that okay. comes through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, C-sections are not a game. I love all my girlfriends that have C-sections, but they're like, look, you can't even see my scar. And I'm like, do you want me to pretend I can't see that? I'm happy to lie to you. They're so low, though. They're low, whatever. But I'm just saying, they cut through yeah. your, your it's, it's a real. major surgery. And I hate that so much. You're getting out of bed is hard. Like, doing a sit-up is hard. Yeah, this is, like, I'm not real talk. Like, this gives me a lot of anxiety. And I think about it. It's really hard to not think about it all the time. That, like, I'm eight weeks away from like a mystery massacre correct that i'm scared of and i have no idea what it's going to be like you leave the hospital in a wheelchair well that i like <laughs> now i'm good and now i'm home no, it's always <laughs> been. but i'm just saying they put you in a wheelchair that's when you're like oh shit they won't let you walk to the car cuz your uterus will fall out of your asshole i'm okay i <laughs> hear you <laughs> like it's not a game dude yeah. women used to die this is by the way all assuming you survive childhood oh my god which is the chances are very small that you will even survive this is something nobody tells you so i like really prepared with having like the baby shampoo and the baby dishwashing detergent and the lip balms and the this and all the Open it all first. So, like, you're going to get all your stuff from your registry and people are going to send you wipes and they're going to send you... Take the thing, the sticker off the wipes before you go to the... Like, get the plastic shit off the shit before you leave. You're not going to be able to come home and be taking off plastic off of a bottle and then opening the top and then taking off that metal thing and then putting it back. Like, there's no time for that anymore. You have to just, like, do it all ahead of time. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Like, open the diaper bag and put the diapers out in the thing. You're not going to be able to have a baby in one hand and, like, hemorrhaging in another hand and, like, taking plastic off bottles. I really expect all of these tasks to become easier when the baby is out of me than when it's in me. No, 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 no. It gets worse, Esther. I just... This is the easiest your life will ever be. I today. can't be. This is the best day of your life. I think I'm going to be a person that thrives when the baby's out. But how? Because... How? I don't. In what world? Because there's not there's something in me that I don't have room for. Who's gonna? Okay, so you're just okay. <laughs> you're just. You know what? Yeah, yeah. You're just throwing your hands up, letting that one go. I stand corrected. <laughs>
Okay, so everyone who's seven months pregnant, it's all downhill from here. You heard it here first. Don't prepare. This is as hard as it will get. I will continue reading this list for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about the first shit you take after you give birth. Oh, I've so heard about this. The first poop you take is worse than childbirth. I, I doesn't got, have to be. I, <laughs> I got great advice of taking laxatives, Dulcilax, I think, all through your third trimester. Well, I, I'm i on a great regimen from you already. I, t- I do a suppository every morning. The fleet suppositories yeah. are a game changer. The, literally, like, my pregnancy is a lot more comfortable because of those. Because Be- I was bloated and constipated 24-7, and now I go every day. It is a real, it's a little, like, what is it? It's a, a little glycerin tab. tablet it's that you like, put in your tush. I don't understand how it works, but it does. Do you have your um, hospital bag packed? Of course not. I don't have a hospital bag. What are you? What are these questions? I have nothing. I think don't bring too much to the hospital. Like this is the one place that you actually might be onto something. <laughs> All you need is like lip balm, your favorite lotion. Uh, uh, have you made a will? I would make a will. You do need to make a will. I don't. Just make like a, you could just like hand write one in your little journal or you can type one out and just put it out, which is just like to have in general. People like told me this before. It wasn't about dying in childbirth. People were just like, you're never going to have time to think about shit like this again. Just now is the time. So it's like, you're just going to go like, you'll never need it. There's, if something happens, my dad is going to have a great time in Vegas. I just, and I'm, that's, my will. With all your podcast money. It's all. I just, or just having, here's the executor of my will. It's just a step in doing an adult thing that you don't want to have to do that you're never going to need. It's like getting insurance. It's like doing all this annoying shit that you never had to do before a kid. And now you just have to think that way because now you're a mom. It's just an exercise in doing something super adult. But you. Fine. Don't. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Bring to the hospital chargers. Also, another thing while you're buying chargers, put power strips in every room in your house and like a couple in the nursery. The amount of Chinese garbage machines you will have to plug in is shocking. Yeah. It is so shocking. You're just going to need a lot of outlets. So get like two big power strips for the nursery. Like diaper warmer, uh, not diaper warmer. Baby wipe warmer. Christina Przyzitsky told me about this. It is a game changer. Bottle warmer. The number of things you need to warm. I don't know. How, meth heads also do this in the woods. So you can also ignore all of this. Right. You have. You did say that to me once, like early in pregnancy. You were like, 15-year-olds on crack do this. And I was like, that sounds like the better way. Yeah, I know. But also, like, they're on crack. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm sure a lot of shit fell through the cracks. Um, okay constipation hospital bag i did bring christmas lights they can't be the ones that plug in to the hospital they have to be the ones that are battery operated so you put the batteries in ahead of time and putting christmas lights everywhere the overhead lighting at the hospital was very annoying to me yeah no your christmas lights looked really like that's something that i want to do that one i'm doing (laughs) because you want to like sleep like you might have like three or four hours just to sleep and chill and it's either like you're on the surface of the sun or pitch black and that just makes it this in between yeah like nice twilight like it's just it's nice and calming do you have a labor playlist no 
So I, I need to stop asking because now yeah. I'm just like shaming you at yeah. this point. So here's an idea for a labor playlist when you make one. I got a lot of submissions from you guys on labor playlist song ideas that I hadn't even thought of. I thought my playlist was pretty good. Um, uh, Black Hole Sun, Lightning Crashes by Live, her placenta falls to the floor. Oh, do you remember this jam? No, but this just came up on Trash Tuesday. They they were talking about it. I'm like, what is this? This song is back at the zeitgeist. I don't know why, but it's really back in a major way. Salt and Pepper, Push It, good. Is It Over Now by Taylor Swift. My Neck, My Back, oh, good I like pitch. That one. Uh, Ready or Not by the Fugees and Hurt by Oliver Tree. And my favorite, Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. I do love that song. It's pretty But good. I don't love what you're saying <laughs> with it. Okay. After having a newborn, what do you have you been prepared for that? <laughs> you will get less funny. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's because you're I like emo- <laughs> I don't have a lot. I don't know if it's like because we're emotionally fulfilled or like have a purpose in life all of a sudden. Do you ever just go up there and have no have zero and just see what happens? Um so I do this for a living. Um I see stand-up as a job. I take the audience's time and money seriously. Uh, no, I'm not up there winging it. I know a lot of y'all are out there getting famous, just going out, asking people where they're from, <laughs> making the audience do the work, uh, making the audience be that they paid to see you. And you're like, hey, why don't you guys talk? Like, I don't know. Not me. <laughs> I don't go up every night and try to figure out a way where the audience has to do the show. I think that you should do that. I think that you just had a baby and that I would love to watch you go up there and have no idea what you're about to do. And I think it would be awesome. In any other field. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Are you allowed to show up to work and be like, ah. <laughs> this is a nonsense field of like, <laughs> we're... here's what I will say after going to the comedy store this past week, a couple nights and not going up. It's just honestly just as I do think I try too hard. I do think I work too hard. I do think I put way too much effort into this. Everyone that don't do that as a bad thing though. That's not a bad thing that you take your job seriously. Everyone in the audience is on drugs. (laughs) That's yeah. It used to be alcohol, which was like you would feel like tension and there was some anger and people would be like, yeah, like at least like people were engaged and kind of energized. There was like a Red Bull and vodka phase where at least the audience like had a pulse. Now it's just like a bunch of girls with feather earrings like forgiving their ancestors on indica watching the show it is the energy is so uncomfortable (laughs) at this point i don't you're just i don't know what's happening do you feel that with audiences there's like a delay in people laughing Um, there isn't an electric energy there's a sleepy energy i don't know if i pick up on that as much but i also am only lately during pregnancy going like Saturday main room mm. where it's not like that. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. And like on a Tuesday in the OR, that's it's rare that I like, you know, I'm not going to name names, but see a certain comic. And I'm like, that deserved more. <laughs> like that actually deserved more. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm like, that deserved a little less. But yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. you guys, this is I don't know. Um, maybe they're all nervous because they know they're going to get called on and filmed and publicly yeah, shamed, all shamed on someone's Instagram. They're all so scared that they're about to be like, hey, asshole, and then like blast out on like TikTok. Um, okay. Uh, the first baby poop is black tar. 
Mm-hmm. So good advice that I got was as soon as your baby is born, put, I just brought grapes. Also, everything needs to have a pump. From now on, every lotion, every shampoo, pump. No unscrewing, no cap, pumps you for everything. You use a lot of lotion, huh? A lot of oils and lotions, yeah. I, I'm... Famously ashy. I, we know. <laughs> <laughs> you are the... You are a dried. <laughs> why don't what you're not lubing up over there? Not once because I'll tell you why. I my I my weight has fluctuated so much over the years that my stomach is still not even stretched bigger than it's been recently. Like I'm not I just checked into camera to be like What <laughs> I just looked to the camera for help. <laughs> like, like I'm still like it's fine. Oh, I no, I just mean I put lotion on all the time when I'm pregnant, when I'm not pregnant. I know you do. Arms, legs, elbows. I know you do. My mom advocates for this too. It's just I don't need that. You okay, so you take a shower and you don't put lotion on after? No. Why are you having the craziest reaction to that? What? You don't Look get like you. itchy? No. You don't use lotion. No. I mean, unless I'm jerking someone off. No. <laughs> you use lotion for that? <laughs> you should use lotion for that. You should use oil. Well, either work. No, they it don't. Because what if you got to put your mouth on there later and you put a bunch of oil, lotion on it? Jesus, Esther. Wait, you don't put any lotion on your body at all? No, it's like This is why you're so short. <laughs> Like, this explains a lot. This is why you're uncomfortable. I need the comments to sound off. If there's any, is is everyone out there lotioning? I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. But maybe. Men don't. Okay, but. But is that, do you also not wash your jeans? (laughs) I don't wear them enough. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, jeans, LOL. I cannot believe you don't use lotion. No oil? You put lotion on your face. Uh, Like, occasionally. You wash your face, dry it, and then you're done. Oh, you think I wash my face? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get you. We're like, actually, I'm realizing we're not compatible. We are not fucking compatible. We don't like each other. Like at all. Like the real me, you're not ready. We don't share values. You're not ready. But for aren't me. you like a beauty influencer? No, I had a skincare podcast, and honestly, like, I. It kind of just made me realize that it's or, all can a scam. Can I just hold on? The level of arrogance <laughs> that I'm honestly good for you. There's people that know nothing about science that have like talk about science on podcast. Like fine, but just I'm glad that women have as much delusional confidence as men these days. We tried a lot of stuff. We did, a, you know, we learned a lot. And who's we? Me and my co-host Caroline Goldfarb, who you know. Oh yeah, you, you I like love her. her. Yeah, she makes the fish. She's in the yes, can. fish wife. That's and so cool. She's a TV writer. She writes for Sex Life as a College Girl. She's the funniest person I've ever met. She's so amazing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, this is just. Going, going from bad to worse. <laughs> but um, I tried a lot and it honestly just made me be like, I, this is all fake. But you don't have to be like Raggedy Ann. I mean, you can, <laughs> like, I look at skin, you know this, as leather. Because it's like, I know. as a horse girl. Uh, one of our best episodes was you, like, breaking it all down for everyone. Back. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was basically, it's like you just treat it like leather. So it's like you don't put it out in the sun. After it's wet, you lubricate it. No, so you the- famously, you wake up in the middle of the night and just oil your face. Correct. Well, okay. I, when I go to the bathroom, 
in the middle of yeah. the night, I have a pump of grapeseed oil right there and I just put it, I reapply. And we've talked about this too. It's like at the comedy store. Why back do you have to in say the, we've talked? No one knows. Back in the early 2010s. I love like comics you, always do this, by the way. I just love this. We'll be like, and I've told this story before. Everyone's like, no, I think we I, don't care. I think this might have come up on one of our podcasts together before, but like, that's why I say it. You. People made fun of you for having a wet face for many years. It was greasy, a greasy face. Before, like, you were kind of an original skincare girly. <laughs> like, no one really understood. You were before your time. But people would be like, why is she wet? Why is her face wet? Did people say that? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But I was always like, I love that because I knew it was... You I were had. Doing to, I did not understand like powder back then. <laughs> like I did not have. No, a this bit. is not a powder issue. You were oiled up. No, I would put oil on, yeah. and then I guess a little concealer. And, like I had no idea how to put makeup on. I would oil myself, put concealer only under my eye. And I don't then, even think you were doing that because this was like late night, where it's like you were probably rolling out of bed. Oh, it was just oil. Yeah, you were. I just, would just put oil on. You were oil and only. just go out into the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Don't rewrite history and act like you had concealer on. <laughs> I've also seen you, like, speaking of hygiene, I've seen you do the most disgusting things, like, I've ever seen anyone do. Like, literally dirty-ass hands, and you're just, like, just put a finger in a concealer, like, like in the middle of a disgusting situation. So you are also a pig, too. Like, so gross. Like, drug addict-level behaviors around makeup. So you are so not, like... Not I know that, much better than I me. know that <laughs> trying is confusing to you. I know it's just like a foreign concept, but like because I have washed my hands within the last 48 hours, I can touch the makeup and put it on my face. If I were you, that would be gross <laughs> because you do not shower. It's true. We have but it roles. is what goes on with women and their makeup is unconscionable. I mean, mm -hmm. like I when you just see a girl like pull out just a blush brush from their like loose purse and yeah. just put it on their face, it is sickening. Yeah. But when it comes to under eye makeup, it I am pathological with it. But I use one that's wax based, so I can kind of just like move it around all Wait, the time. Wait, what brand do we need to know? Uh, need to it's know? a French brand called La Maquillage. It's actually <clears throat> special effects makeup. <laughs> 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 that a makeup artist used on me ages ago to make like a burn <laughs> and I was like oh this coverage is like amazing and she's like yeah well it's not like to wear his makeup and that's, I was like that's it's wax cool. I mean my face I'm covered in wax that is cool though I'm into that I mean that should works. be the next trend on TikTok it's like a, yeah it's like a it's like comes in like a, a bar like a like a it's not makeup. It's, it's <laughs> <Okay>. caulk. <laughs> it's for grouting shower tiles. <laughs> like, my skin eats makeup. Like, eats it. Like, my pores are big. And yeah. The, like, it just disappears. Yeah. Okay, I feel like you're going into a, like, a pregnancy hole, energy hole. Um, I'm, I am, I am. You're fading. <laughs> that's the word fading. But I'm so brain dead. I can't even think of the word fading. Okay. <laughs> really quick. Okay. This is something that I just want to say. Like in the first, I know we kind of said a version of this, like also don't panic. This didn't totally happen to me. Sometimes this wave will go over me. If 
you think really horrific things. Like I oh, have yeah. been having really wild intrusive thoughts and I think they serve a biological purpose. Like if I'm walking down the stairs with my baby, I will picture myself falling and like a very graphically horrific thing happening to my child's like skull. Like, I, thank you for sharing that. I'm I'm dead serious. Like, thank you for sharing that because that's probably really that. I mean, it's very vulnerable to share that. And I have had intrusive thoughts like that before as well. And I hear it's worse after pregnancy. So just I'm like genuinely thank you for saying that. Like, I don't think you're like a murderer. I don't think you're a psychopath. Like, I think it's your brain's way of just like having a nightmare while you're awake. Just like that. Just to prepare yeah. you for like danger at all times. Like kind of like I'll pick up my baby and I'll just like picture his head hitting the corner yeah. of the crib and it shatter. It just gets very graphic and like you just go like, ugh, ugh, why did I think that? Like I don't repeat it a ton, thankfully, but I will. And by the way, it changes my behavior. Like I used to wear these like slippers around my house. And I'm like, I'm going to wear those slides with some tread on them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I now wear these slides that are like have tread on the bottom. I was wondering about those. But I wear <laughs> when I saw Because them. I was wearing like slippers or being barefoot or walking around in socks carrying a baby. And it was just kind of like, this, I'm going to slip. Like, what am I doing? You know, but like those, so those intrusive thoughts did change my behavior and probably reduce some dumb, unnecessary yeah. accident. You know what I mean? So they're, okay, that's cool. There's like a reason for that, even though it sounds So it's like, don't horrible. beat yourself up. Like maybe this is just nature's way of making sure you don't do something sloppy. Because yeah. it's like the days of just wearing socks around your house, if you have a wooden floor, should just be over if you have a kid. Like yeah. I'll like put on sneakers just to like walk around the house now because you're going to be carrying a child. You know what I'm saying? But so it's like when I have him in the carrier and I bend over, I'll like picture him doing a backflip out of the carrier and just being like, oh, he would smash his face. I would get in the car. I would drive to the house. Like I would just and then I go through like what I would do. Yeah, that sounds really difficult. And also I would hate myself for even thinking that. So I'm glad that you're like saying that. I also think that the first like whatever, I'm only almost two months in. I've heard this from other women, too. This comes and goes. But like I think everyone was like, you're going to feel alone. That you've never felt. Those are all people that have not felt the love of an audience before. <laughs> We've felt love. Um, and it is like there's no truer love than a bunch of drunk strangers who stumbled into the comedy store at midnight um, who are on so many drugs. But there's times where I'm like, it doesn't really feel like that. It just feels yeah. like can we just survive this next hour? Yeah. And I think, I mean, I love you. But I, I'm not like you're not. It's not very romantic in the beginning. That you know what I mean? It's good to hear. Yeah, it's sort of like I work for you now, <laughs> and if I don't come back in, if you know what I'm saying, because it's also it's like that's why I'm like always like you spend a lot of time wondering like what's illegal because like you're <laughs> like you're I'll like put my baby on the bed and I just need to like turn around to like change my underwear or put on and I'm just like. I'm just going to put him on the bed between these two pillows. Like, I don't think he's going to suffocate. I'm just going to, like, turn around and get some sweatpants and turn back around. Like, do, there's times you have to make judgment calls where you're just like, this might be illegal, but I have to do this real quick. And you're just like, if he falls off this bed and, die, like, this is it. Like, it's Whoa. hard to explain. I'm like, this doesn't feel like love. This just feels like a very high stakes, like, heist yeah. or something. Yeah. And possible, like, this might end in my baby dying. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm, you know, I'm going it, to, it's very, it, it, it just feels very intense in a way that I was like, everyone told me this was going to be like love. 
Right, I hear that a lot. This is what love actually looks like. The fact that you're just like, all you care about is this child's comfort and safety and you don't give a shit about anything else. But it wasn't like, just like in bed doting on my child and he's just like put his finger in my mouth and we're just like uh, it's but you do have those moments too because that's what you share like on text you'll be like oh my god i'm in the most amazing that's like 10 seconds out of the yeah day yeah when i take a picture of it so but i'm i this is good to hear and but, i don't want to be thinking this is going to be some easy loving like i because by the time you get to that calm moment you're so tired and going like well in 20 minutes we just have to feed again and the someone has to clean that bottle and did i clean the bottle well enough and oh man do you know what i'm saying <laughs> and now he's making a weird noise i've never heard is he dying is he suffocating like what's that like why is that a cold like why does he have crust around his eye like why is his nose running like you're just kind of like and then and then their nails grow like two inches a day <laughs> So you're, and then they scratch their own face and you're just like, ah, like, dude, my baby scratched his own face, you know? Cause like the, their nails grow very fast. You have to cut them like every couple days. And then it was the first time I was taking him out, like to just like, everyone looked like, look at me. Like I was like abusing my baby. Like he had all these scratches on his face and I was just like, I'm not, that's him. Like he did that to himself. <laughs> and they're like, well, you have to cut the nails. I'm like, I know I have to cut the nails. Like I missed the one nail, you know? And then he'll rub his own eye with his hand. So you have to like wash his hands because then he got a little eye infection like it's just like whack-a-mole okay well this is <laughs> oh this is i got this this is the last <laughs> thing i'll say which is i'm so grateful because whenever you call me for like emotional attuning <laughs> i don't think i say enough how helpful it is to me to be able to talk to another adult and talk to you Whoa. Yeah, because I think the dynamic is kind of like, oh, Esther's going to call and Whitney's going to give her advice, but I never tell you how much that means to me, too, that you call. Whoa. I also ne I really often think to myself, like, you could never understand how much you've done for me. Like, you, and I never want you to. <laughs> like, I never want you to really understand because you'd be sick. <laughs> like, just the little bits of wisdom that have helped change the course of my life. And the, it's just, I don't. The conversation's over, but I just know. That is so um, nice to say. I don't believe that you've taken one piece of advice <laughs> I've ever given you. Um, <laughs> the, lo the lotion but, just overshines whatever yeah, I, I just said. No, I just feel like Rick Glassman gets through to you <laughs> a little faster, quicker, more effectively. Trash Tuesday also. And you have a podcast with Rick Glassman too now? No, that... I, once I got pregnant. Came and went. <laughs> Did that come and go? Yeah. Just How like, many episodes was that? Maybe like 10 or 15. I like a limited run. Me too. I like that. You know what else I like? Trying something and it doesn't work and then you move on. But I feel like people watched it. You were just like, we've it was, said I've, everything we need to say. Yeah. And also it was in my first trimester and it was, it was just. It was a wild idea. Yeah. I like that you did. But that's still out there. Yeah. People can see that. Rick and Esther have a time. Nice. Love you. I end these awkwardly. You know that. Good. 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 Don't Goodbye. ride elephants. Love, Love you. you. Love you, mean it. <laughs>